Hello, my name is David Tan, and you're listening to Like the Color. In this podcast, we dive into what makes creatives of all kinds do what they do and how they got so dang good at it. On today's episode, we have Noemi Shelbert, a London-based stylist. We talk about her fashion journey going from designing to styling, what's kept her busy during the quarantine, as well as her thoughts on higher education and the creative world. So my name is Noemi Schaubert. I'm a freelance stylist, fashion stylist. I'm based in London. I'm here since four years. So I never really knew what I wanted to do. I always like to be creative. So um, I did my A-levels. I don't know, like in America, it's not called A-levels in Switzerland. Um, it's the thing you do before you go to university. Okay. And then, um, yeah, I did like a general arts year really liked it and experimenting and see what I like, like painting and everything. And then I decided to f- do fashion design, study fashion design, uh, mm. which I really enjoyed. And after that, um, I was working, I did some jobs and freelance work and internships in New York, um, you're in, in Antwerp and Paris, which was great, but as it is in design, this is still design. And it was great. It was great experiences. But I just realized I really prefer to work in smaller concepts. I really mm-hmm. like to think about concepts. And as a designer, usually like for years or maybe two years with one team designer and and then you just work on one concept. And I like to have like this week, this shoot, and then I work on the other concept. And I also think it's really nice because you can mix commercial and creative more because you have one project which is super commercial and then the other which is more creative. Yeah, so I went back to Zurich, or to Switzerland, not to Zurich. And in Zurich, I did an internship at the Swiss fashion magazine. Cool. And after that, I was really lucky I got the job at Carhartt in Germany. It was just across the border. Yeah, and I started freelancing, and then I missed I missed the big city, mm-hmm. so I went to London and started over again. <laughs> I started, uh, yeah, I had to do internships again, and then I started assisting, and then I did a lot of ecom. Yeah, and then I found this really cool stylist uh, and started assisting her, and yeah, I was still assisting her before lockdown and did my own projects. And I really had a nice balance with like my own work and assisting her. Yeah, I really liked that. But then lockdown happened and now <laughs> yeah. I hope everything is going to go back running. Yeah. How is everything where you're at? You're at London. So how is all the quarantine and COVID precautions? Yeah, last weekend just the pubs opened. So we'll see how this goes. You can make a bubble, like two lonely people can meet now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you're still supposed to do social distancing. Um, you can meet in groups, I think, of six people mm-hmm. with social distancing. I think the industry is starting to run slowly. I had some options, but they got cancelled. Yeah. But there was, I was for the lockdown and went back to Switzerland. Okay. And spent my time there, yeah. Cool. I saw that you are doing online styling. Is that mm-hmm. something new or 
that came with quarantine or have you been doing that for a while? Yeah, yeah this came with quarantine because um, I was thinking how I could do something and work. And then I did a some and um because i always thought um personal styling isn't really my thing because i was working in um like as a business and then never really liked because it was like really you really need to sell in a shop yeah. and but the online styling i really enjoyed it because you talk to a person you, you don't need to sell anything you just try to make the best out what, out of what they have mm-hmm. and they were happy and i thought it's really nice to help you know yeah what do you think is like the most important part about fashion styling? We talked a little bit just now about like helping people and finding what I guess fits them the best, you know? Uh, what do you think is the most like satisfying, I guess, part of styling in general? Like for me, if I work on a project, yeah, um, yeah the expression, like um, that you get to the point which you want to show whatever point it is yeah cool i did see that you worked on you work a lot between like you were saying between like commercial and creative a lot of editorials i feel like there's like a 50 50 match between your editorials as well as like your commercial work how do you balance that uh it's just somehow i think it's a can be chaotic Mm -hmm. but it's sometimes overlapping, sometimes it's not. Yeah, sometimes I work two days a week on one thing and then I have five days on the other project. And yeah, and it's always really like short notice and things change. And I think uh, as a stylist, you just have to be very flexible. Yeah. When you're on set with either it's solely just for like commercial work or on set for being creative how do you make sure that like you're in tune with everyone else on set because i feel like it's very much a teamwork effort Mm. like collaborating how do you make sure that like the vision of the project is shared through everyone else um so if it's a creative project i'm usually very much involved in the whole process like mood board and finding a team yeah, usually I, I start working with the photographer or the director often. Yeah, and then um, we make a mood board together. And I also meet people usually in advance of a project and I get a bit of feeling how they are. And then I think when you work like together, you get a feeling of each other. And at on set, it's just usually... The makeup artist who maybe doesn't know both of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the whole process, you just try to talk to each other, I think, and then hope yeah. that it's the best on set. Yeah. yeah. Talking about processes, we talked a little bit about your journey into fashion. I saw that you went to school for it. There's a very, in America, I don't know how it is in London and Switzerland and Germany, where there's a lot of people that are opting out of going to university. Mm -hmm. Do you have any opinions on that? And like, just people going out, doing internships, learning on the go, learning on the fly. Is there any merit to getting, going to university now, as opposed to like 10 years ago? 
I don't know. I think you can go both ways. Um, but I think it's also different if you're in the States or in the UK or you in Switzerland because or in Germany, I think it's the same. Like because in Switzerland, what I paid was like 700 Swiss francs for like a half a year. So it's like, it's probably the same, like it's a bit more than dollar. It's like around maybe $800. So, and you pay a lot, no? In the US. Yeah. So I think... It's a different situation also in the UK. It's really expensive to study. I mean, studying is great for like having foundations and know, having broad knowledge. But you can also learn so much on the job. And yeah, you can do different internships. Mm-hmm. I think both. I think it has to be right for the person. Yeah. What do you think is like the foundation of success? going into the fashion field? Um, I think the most important is, at least for me, to believe in yourself. Um, because if you don't believe in yourself, there's not usually not anyone else going to believe in you or in your work. And yeah, I think it's really important because fashion is such a tough business um, and field. And you get so much rejection. You get so many no's. You like, I'm sure you, yeah, I don't know. But if you send out 40 emails, sometimes you get one email yeah. back saying no. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think that's very, very important. And um, I think someone said it once, it's not about how many times you fall. It's about how many times you get up. It's mm-hmm. good. Yeah. So in this podcast, I've had so many questions. And I found a lot of insight through listening to audiobooks. Listening to audiobooks while doing chores around the house, working out, or just going for a walk has been such a great way to intake information. I listen to my audiobooks on Audible. You can help support this podcast and start your free 30-day trial on Audible by going to audibletrial.com slash likethecolor. That's audibletrial.com slash likethecolor. There's also a link in the show notes. Are there any like experiences that have taught you that? I guess in particular, just like yeah. pivotal parts in maybe the last five, ten years. Uh, yeah, when I assisted people, maybe, um, and it wasn't the best experience, so I just went on to someone else or. Yeah, or also just if you look for an internship, it's really hard. I found it really hard. I mean, there are so many internships. Yeah. Like, there are so many people interning in companies, but it's still hard to get the internship. And it just, like, send out so many CVs. Yeah, and then just keep going. Yeah. It seems like there's a lot of just keep doing it until it starts to work. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. If you uh, really want to do it, Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about your creative style and like how you get to the finished product. We talked a little bit about mood boards. How do you get from getting a project from the mood board to finished? uh, Yeah, for me, it's really, um, I think you can get inspiration from like so many things if you, if you see it or listen to it. So I find it really interesting, the podcast of uh, BOF, it's Business of Fashion. 
they always have really interesting people to mm-hmm. talk with. Um, and sometimes they say one sentence which really inspires me and keeps me thinking about stuff. Or um, also they talk to Flea Edelcourt, the trend for- forecaster, and I just find it interesting what she says. Or like other people's work or old magazines. I think there is like, you can find a lot of inspiration everywhere. Or sometimes I just see a pile of clothes or like three colors together and um, textures together, which I found, oh yeah, that's interesting. Maybe I could once do something in this direction. Or also I have a really cool neighbor. He just has another perspective on fashion. I mean, he was wearing like, he's, I think, maybe 80. And he was wearing these really bright red Nikes. And said, oh, cool shoes. And he said, yeah. <laughs> it's, um, what was it? He said, much better than the leather shoes. They're much better. <laughs> yeah. And I just thought it's really cool style. And for him, it was about, yeah, something totally different. Um, or also all the cultures. I find it really interesting how they just play with the proportions or colors. Yeah, I think there is a lot of inspiration. And also um, what really helps me is like to get the distance to my work. So I try to get out of London once a month and go surfing to the coast. And I think this just really helps to calm down and be in the water. Yeah. Cool. If someone were to try to find your work online, how would people be able to find you? Yeah, it's on my website. It's um, noemischalbert.com. It's noemi with I-E at the end. And then the same on Instagram, noemischalbert. Thanks so much to Noemi for coming on today's podcast. If you're into fashion, styling, designing, or even just fashion photography in general, you guys should check out some of her work. The links are in the show notes. Thank you so much for joining today's episode. My name is David Tan, and that's Like the Color.